Hello and welcome to episode 8 of the Right Live Talk podcast with me, Kane. Thank you so much for joining me. I am very excited today because this episode is an interview episode and we will be interviewing a colorist and editor that has been working in the Singapore media industry for 10 years. And his name is Eugene Sia. He's a very good friend of mine uh, and he has a wealth of experience editing uh, feature films, short films, corporate videos, online content, uh, even live streams and things like that. He, he's really done it all here in Singapore and he's very, been very successful at it. Um, so yes, and to add on to that, he's also one of my best friends. We went to secondary school together and Polytechnic um, and now we are still in contact and collaborating on projects quite regularly. Um, so yeah, some of his insights that I think are bound to help you with your projects. Um, so let's get straight into it. Here's my interview with Eugene Sear, uh, editor and colorist. I'm good. Oh. Yeah. Thanks for joining me for this. Um, for listeners who, yes, for, for listeners that don't know, me and Eugene actually are very good friends. Yes, um, we are. Kind of like in the same industry, but in different kind of departments, right? Mm-hmm. Um, myself in the pre-production writing side and you in the editing side. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we, me and you have known each other for how long now? Well, uh, 15 years. 15 years, yeah, yeah it's been, it's been mad since sec- secondary school, right? Yeah, secondary school, and we're still like running around like little, little kids thinking of what to do <laughs> with our lives, yeah? yeah? Exactly, still got, still with that dream. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, for, for, for many people in our in our circle, uh, they may know it, but, but you know, we'll, we'll say it for the, for the listeners, but me, me, you, me and you met during the media club yeah. in Yunqing Secondary School. Yes, yes. Uh, in Jurong, and and I think that's when uh, it all started, really, right, for both of us in terms of like the media side. Yeah, I think uh, back then, uh, back then, back then, I, it it was around the same point of time where where I transferred into that school, and you were there, and we both kind of needed to join a club because of rules and and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. so we and 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 so one day for me myself, I I was like, well, what is this media club? Is it something that that I could go there and uh, do nothing? Okay, might as well. <laughs> and then after that, I see you, and uh, yeah, we made history after that. Yeah, yeah, in our in our own little way. I, mm-hmm. I remember, <laughs> I remember we had we used to have uh, we shot videos and shot films. Um, <laughs> one in one in one in one in particular was called. Uh, I mean, it was really. I think it was our. It was our first film together, and it was uh-huh. called Dear Diary. Do you remember that, <laughs> Dear Diary? Of course. Yes, yes, because you you directed it, and mm-hmm. it was uh, it was about a suicidal student. Yeah. Um, yep. and I I was I was the the star, the actor, <laughs> and uh, so we we shot it. Yeah, and it was pretty yeah. much just me, you, mm-hmm. and if I remember, our PE teacher, Mister Fu Seikin, his name. Uh-huh. Was, uh, uh-huh. He had a, he had he had a cameo role, um, and and then we just we just shot it right around school. Yeah, yeah, it was like over two weekends or something. <laughs> two weekends, yeah, yeah, it was a lot of work, man. It was a lot of work. Now that I think about it, 
Um, but it turned out pretty cool. I mean, I know we, we went to a, like a mini little award ceremony at like some, it was called the CVA Awards, right? Back yeah, then. yeah. Um, creative Video Awards, I think, for like yeah. secondary schools and things. Um, no, no, but it, yeah, was, I mean, it was called the SVA. Yeah. S- yes, yes, yeah, SVA, that's right. <laughs> and then yeah. we got like yeah, I mean, 10 seconds of fame up there. <laughs> That's right, yeah. Mm-hmm. And it, it was good. We got a little award for it, and it was, mm-hmm. it was really, 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 really fun. But I think for me, that was when I realized, um, I mean, that was my first real experience, like mm-hmm. doing a short film, mm-hmm. and realizing there are so many different stages to completing a film, not just the writing of it, but like the post-production side. True. And I, I remember that you were very, even at that age when we were around 14 or 15, I think. Somewhere um, there maybe younger yeah you 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 had a pretty solid grasp on not only the technology i think editing wise but the idea of using effects and cutting from different shot sizes and things like that um and that really impressed me oh Um, thank you (laughs) yeah 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 um but you know just maybe for for listeners that uh, are not in the media industry or don't really know Mm -hmm. um, maybe you can just give us some insights into what is uh, an editor because you've been working now for at least i mean at least 10 years am i right more or less 10 years on and off uh, a decade yeah, yeah. That, oh, that's a that's a long time a decade. <laughs> it's been a decade man yeah time yeah. has flown by maybe more than that it's probably been more than a decade since we met anyway um 15 nearly 20 coming to you know 15 to 20 years um so Mm -hmm. can you just tell us you know in your opinion in your view Mm -hmm. what is an editor and what what is their job their primary job Mm, let me think about it well what i used to tell people is uh if i'm stuck in an elevator with them and and i can't need i can't need to sound cool and stuff is is that uh what a film editor does is that uh we're not much different from a professional jigsaw puzzle artist mm. except that uh, the jigsaw puzzles uh, the pieces uh, instead of dealing with pieces we deal with with video we deal with sound we deal with mm. we deal with um, effects and all the like in fact uh, mm, mm, what, what I always used to tell people is, is much like what you do uh, I'm not that much different from a writer actually it's just that's that true. Uh, uh, what we use are, is uh, totally different mediums you use you use Final Draft, I use Final Cut, or used to use Final Cut. So, mm, yeah, mm, mm. You, write, um, you write ideas into words, I take this into a finished picture. So That's right, yeah. So, yeah, we're in two different ends of the spectrum. And uh, that's, that's, that's a nutshell for an editor. And as for being a colorist, it's really simple. Everything, we kind of all need our footage to look awesome and pretty. And that's mm. where I come in. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Oh, you just you put the finessing on it, um, uh-huh. and, and and I think I think what what I feel an editor mm-hmm. does, as well as understanding how a story is told, um, but in a way you are rewriting the story, right? Like lot, many people say, there's you know there's three stages to creating any any video or story, right? Like there's the yeah. writing there's the writing stage, which is the first mm-hmm. time. There's the probably going to be the shooting stage where the director takes it and, and shoots it on set. Um, Correct. And there's there's probably be changes there. And then mm-hmm. and then and then again that project is rewritten in the post production stage. Um, <laughs> and but you know that's the scary part because that's yeah. in my view that's the last stage before people mm-hmm. see it. Um, so uh, it, I think it takes a lot of craft. It takes a lot of uh, of knowledge of, of everything that comes before it. You know, like mm-hmm. that, that you were just mentioning sound. 
uh, you were just mentioning even directing and knowing sequencing and you know that kind of stuff technology as well mm-hmm. um, um, uh, tell me like you know it sounds it sounds very difficult like for me it's, it, it's I tried it I tried it a few times I think we even had a part-time job together one um, <laughs> yeah right we, we, we had a company it was a little, old little company uh, I, think, yeah. I think I could say it was I think it was called iMedia yeah and, yeah, and, yeah. and, and uh, we were both doing editing there just editing I think it was corporate videos right I can't remember. Uh, it was TV programs, actually. TV programs, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. that's how bad my memory is, yeah. It's okay, um, yeah. Yeah, and uh, I realized that I pretty much realized at that point that even though I, I kind of understood how, you know, shots came together, mm-hmm. it, it, it didn't come as naturally to me as I thought it would. Um, and I, then I realized that, hell, man, I need, I need way more practice at this. Um, but, but you already had so much practice and you, you were pretty skillful with the keyboard at that age, at that time. Um, and, and, and this has been a dream of yours. I remember you telling me that, you know, you've dreamt of being a, uh, an editor since you were a kid. Is that right? Well, what can I say? Back then, uh, at that age, I, I, the, my next big passion besides, uh, editing and doing films was playing games. Mm. And, uh, at that point in time, the, the, the biggest thing that was closest to it was Dota. <laughs> so... Mm. So in a way, video editing was the closest thing that uh, could get me to 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 do a lot of things very quickly with my keyboard and and do flashy effects and stuff. So it, it was ironic because the first reason why I got into editing was 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 actually to to edit my own game videos, which oh. are horrible, and I will never show you. I mean, I'll show you, but I'll have to kill you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll upload that on my website. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe. Yeah. Uh, uh, let, let me do something about those, and I'll send you again. Sure, sure. <laughs> yeah, so, so, yeah, so it came from that. It came from the gaming background. Gaming background. And, uh, now, this, and, now, this was prior mm-hmm. YouTube, right? This is before yeah. YouTube. Yeah. Oh, yeah, YouTube came around the time we 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 started doing this. So that's that's kind of about how ancient we are. <laughs> Anyways, that's besides <laughs> the point. Yeah. yeah. So it just came before YouTube. It came in at a point of time where 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 just, we we just wanted to do cool videos. So we kind of just for me, I I I I felt like I wanted to do, to to be able to do all this to cut all my 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 fun game videos together. So I had to learn mm. all of that from scratch. And and back then there wasn't YouTube tutorials. Google was yeah. horrible, mm. and uh, so all, all all I had was this funky piece of software called um, I think it was Pinnacle Studio or something. Pinnacle Studio, yes, <laughs> I do remember that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, was it not? It was slightly better version of um, I mean Microsoft Video Editor or Microsoft uh, move, Windows Movie Maker. <laughs> Where, oh my god, yeah, that's right. I yeah. edited so many videos on that. Yeah, okay. Oh, it was man, a better. It was a better horrible. version of that. Slightly better. Uh, thereabouts. Thereabouts. Yeah. 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 I guess at the point of time we, we when we were all starting out, we didn't have much of a choice between between uh, that uh, Windows Movie Maker and iMovie. But yeah, yeah, yeah. it was good times. So yeah. Time, so. yeah, 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 yeah. So, so, so since then, um, you've 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 continued that skill set. Mm-hmm. You've you you've decided. I mean, we just so you know, some listeners know that we you mm-hmm. know we graduated from secondary school and then we to to poly as well. Yep. And uh, we studied film there. And mm-hmm. I think you, you also did, uh, you kind of specialized in editing, right? I think from very early on, I kind of realized that uh, for me, I, I didn't exactly have an interest in, in going out to the field to, to, to set it up with everyone. <laughs> and, uh, and, 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 and I'm sure you know how I am. I, I, I can't sit still with, with pen and paper and write those scripts like, like how you do. 
I, yeah. I, I, yeah. I'm not wired that way. So <laughs> for me, the next best thing for me was to, was to put everything together. Mm. And uh, it became my way of writing, in fact. So, so, uh, so much so that, that I, I realized early on, you know what? I really like this and it's fun. And, uh, and if I can have fun and I can earn, you know what they always say? They say that find what you like to do in life and you, know, you never have to work another day in your, your whole life. That's true. Yeah, I, I yeah. totally, I mean, I do that too. Yeah, I totally mm-hmm. agree with that. And, and for you, I guess it was, it was putting this puzzle together that you talked about and mm-hmm. creating, a, a, I'm guessing, a larger picture for many different pieces, mm-hmm. um, which, is, which is tough to do. It's really tough. Um, um, so, so, I mean, for you, what, what's the kick for you? What's, what's the thing that when you get those pieces from a director, mm-hmm. you know, or, or a cinematographer or whatever, wherever, wherever you get that footage from, mm-hmm. uh, and you have to start composing this puzzle, mm-hmm. um, what is it about that challenge that you really enjoy and, you know, has kept you going? Because I can imagine, like, like, like me, uh, some people give up, you know, because it's a bit... It's, it's too hard it's, too, it's oh, difficult yeah. Yeah, yeah but but you haven't you haven't so so what is it about editing that that uh, attracted you to it and also has sustained you for this long hmm i guess for me it's the and and all of us in this industry i think for for a lot of us it's the satisfaction thereabouts or if you still mm. can call it satisfaction at the end of it it's the satisfaction of of seeing everything come together, mm, of mm. seeing the final product. And uh, like how we always say, a lot of times it's uh, like a counterpoint to it. It's always about the journey, not just the destination, the mm, end goal. Mm. And sometimes it's this journey of going from, from, from square one, from building blocks to building something up that is, it just feels special to me that, that when I put everything together, and 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 I make a story out of it, mm. and sometimes I I go I go in a totally different way from what is written down whenever there's a script or or a brief or something, mm. and and it turns out to be something even better, or mm. it turns out to be something just as good, and and it's that feeling when, to be honest, it's that feeling when other people watch your video mm. or your film and they really enjoy it. Mm, the point mm, where mm. no one no one says something like great at it. What's like how I think a lot of times even even for you, um uh you you don't you don't I mean it's awesome if people watch something that, that you wrote and they say, Hey, this is written nicely, but honestly mm. I think uh deep down what you really like want to hear is someone telling you, you know what, this is an awesome video or this is an awesome film mm. or this is an awesome piece of work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely, absolutely I okay. agree with that. Yeah. So, so that's kind of like my, 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 my cake. Yeah. Well, well, that's, that's fantastic. That's a uh, uh, noble, very noble. And, and, and I, I think the, the thing about editing is, I mean, there's a fam- there's a kind of like a famous adage or, you know, saying in our industry, which is we'll fix mm-hmm. it and we'll fix it in post. Right. Um, <laughs> um, pretty much. I think for most yes. of us, what that means is um, sometimes on set when you're shooting or when you're designing designing a product, uh, things go wrong, right? Things things go very bad. Wrong. You know, very bad. Very bad. I'm sure we'll talk about some <laughs> of those very bad ones a bit later. Um, mm-hmm. But you know, it changes, and it does, it never is almost like making a film is this kind of nebulous 
a living organism, right? Like that's, that's mm-hmm. growing and changing uh, sometimes before your eyes. Um, and, and a lot of people say, okay, we'll fix it in post. Like, so, you know, mm-hmm. once we have everything, then we'll put it together and we'll make it make sense. Um, mm-hmm. um, do you find that many directors or people that you work with, uh, do they have that mentality? Uh, do they, you know, want to just, uh, do they fix it in post or, or do they trust you as the editor or do they, you know, do you find that sometimes directors have a very clear vision of what they want? Well, for me, I think I've been fortunate to make, so to, to work with a mixture of directors. Thankfully, lately directors who have a lot of foresight, who have a lot of vision, who know exactly what they want or an idea of what they want. Mm. And as well, we always know the beauty or, or, or the perfection or imperfection of filmmaking is that nothing ever goes totally to plan and truly to plan. And uh, which is the point, actually, because sometimes if, if things are all too perfect, there wouldn't be a point to storytelling. Mm. Absolutely. So coming back to this, uh, yeah, I've worked with directors who are pretty awesome. Even when things don't go out their way, they, they communicate a vision which is really very clear, which allows me to to help them to find solutions or, or, or for us to even create something that if we didn't even have this problem, we wouldn't even have had thought of it. Yeah, it sounds, sounds so, like problem solving too is a huge yeah, thing yeah. about what you do. Yeah, uh, I mean, someone once told me that editing is actually um, 10% really editing and uh, 90% problem solving. And in mm. this 90%, Maybe half of the time you are like a therapist, the other half of the time you are a, you are a handyman. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I mean, for people who may may not know, I mean, sometimes being an editor is tough work because you know you're you're mm-hmm. in a you're in a room basically most. Mm-hmm. Of, I'm assuming most of the time you look mm-hmm. you're looking at footage on a monitor. Mm-hmm. Um, it's pretty dark, right? Mm-hmm. Sometimes because you know you want the monitors to look a certain way and then the mm-hmm. colors to be right. And mm-hmm. usually, so I mean, from my experience, there's a guy sitting next to you the director the producer the client and mm-hmm. sometimes you work together and it's great um mm-hmm. uh, but sometimes i can imagine that it can be quite intrusive to have someone telling you how to edit uh, is that something you find uh, as challenging well depends on the person actually because... <laughs> it depends on the person yeah, yeah. i think that would be the politically correct answer <laughs> yeah. well yeah. Uh, i've worked with people who are really hands-on who want mm. to be involved in every single decision and uh, who want to micromanage everything that you do, even the, 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 the hours and, and the minutes that, that you spend going to the toilet. Wow. Wow. <laughs> to people who are totally hands-off, who don't want to see anything but the final product. Oh, so wow. it's, it's, it's a big range of people. And what I'll say is, is, is there's no one right way to, 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 there's no one right approach to editing. And what we have to do is we have to always see how people are like and see how we can manage and work with them. Sometimes, mm. many times people who, there, there's always a reason for everything. And many times people who want to micromanage, the reason is because they are insecure, they are nervous, mm. uh, there's a hundred, it's a 100k project and their ass is on the line, mm. the bosses are giving them shit. Mm, and it and all so, comes down. It all comes down to you and what yeah, you're looking at on the screen. Yeah. So, so a lot of times, the there the are a lot. There are actually very simple reasons for people behaving the way they are, which is like what, I, which comes back to the point of why I say like editing is also like being a therapist. And mm. sometimes, sometimes I find that from my own <laughs> experience, being able to put these people at ease will help you go a very long way 
in uh, having a positive working relationship mm. with the particular director or producer, and mm. also more importantly, uh, allow them to not micro you too much. Because mm. it is true, it is true. I mean, we all of us, we as creative people, we don't like to be micro excessively. I oh, understand yeah. if it's if it's like a baby, but uh, we don't like to have people hold our hands and tell us to 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 click this or click that. Or once upon a time, I had this lady. She's she's a fantastic lady, mm. except that when it came to editing, because she would do this. Like, Im- imagine imagine if if you're the editor and I'm the producer, I'll be like, okay, Eugene, I want you to stop and cut when I click my fingers. Play now, oh, and damn. click. And it's wow. to me, it's 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 a little bit negatory because it's like you know, like like hey, doggy, fetch. <laughs> yeah, you're a machine. She yeah. treated you like a bit of a machine. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah. I, I would tell her like like. Uh, like, for example, if she was a writer, I wouldn't go to her and say, I want you to write exactly this word and this word and, and this mm. word and this word. I mean, mm. it, it, it's one thing if we're doing proofreading and correction. It's another thing if, yeah, you get what I mean. Mm. <laughs> so so yeah. that's the kind so of thing. Part psychologist as well then, not just mm-hmm. of the footage, um, but of people as well people yep. side to editing which is really interesting um i guess one thing i wanted one thing i didn't ask you which i wanted mm-hmm. to get into was some of the projects that you've done because you've been working now for for for, for quite a while a decade mm-hmm. and you've mm-hmm. been you've been an editor you started off and you're still an editor but yep. then you also transitioned uh, into also doing other things like being a colorist yep. or and a grade uh, grading footage and grading mm-hmm. films um, yep. which is an, which is also another post production process um mm-hmm. why don't you just elaborate on a few projects that you've worked on um you know notable ones that that and and, and some of the uh, in, give us some insights into you know how you edited those particularly hmm. i think uh, some 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 people would like to probably know uh, i'll just give a few very rough examples sometimes what what it takes to cut a what it takes to cut a, a, a commercial is uh, a very different set of skill sets than doing probably uh, a short film or a music video. Mm. So going with a commercial, typically it's, things are, are, tend to be pre-planned, even right, right from pre-production. It tends to be, to be bothered, the story bothered to every single exact shot. And, and editing for those kinds of, of projects tend to, tend to take on a whole different role. In where it's not that we're not creative, but uh, the the role of an editor, like for me, goes from goes from 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 picking the right shots to picking the right moments to fit the storyboard. So uh, that's that's the first thing I did. Um, but what what TVC are you referring to? I mean, you've done you've done loads. Yeah. Right? So this this TVC was for it was like I think two years back. It was for it was for our, our good friends at uh, Amok, Sean and Caleb and. And Nick oh, okay. and all also, of them, great yeah, guys. Yeah, people, people we know. Yeah, yeah, people, people we know. We know. Yeah. So, so, so the initial process is like that: is uh, coming up, coming up with what we what we tend to call uh, just just to simplify things a first cut mm. to sit down with the director to go through and 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 see how far away uh, from his vision is. And after that, we work with that uh, an agency and at the 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 agent the the ad agency. That, that, that gives the money to the production house to come in, we'll sit down, all 10 of them, 
and that's when the fun begins. <laughs> the fun really. Yeah, begins. it can be it be yeah. quite and uh, quite uh, back and forth. The uh, yeah, some because I'm I'm assuming that some people don't know what they want until they see it. Oh yeah, yeah, totally. Um, yeah. some people that don't hasn't some of them haven't even watched it. It's like literal first time. Yeah. So when they're there, you you just gotta you just gotta, you know, have an open mind, be respectful. Mm. I think. The thing with our industry is that also a lot of times, uh, this is something that people say is, is many times we're, we're, we're in pressure cooker in, uh, industry. So what it means is that, is that uh, everybody's under stress, everybody is under pressure. Mm. And when that happens, tempers tend, fuses and tempers tend to get really, very short leased. Mm. And it's so, so important in times like this, as, the, as that it's uh, all the calories, to keep cool, to keep calm, to be a voice of Zen, in, mm. in a sea of in a sea of uh, escalating voices. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Okay, voices then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. sometimes when the when you you're in a room of ten people, all ten people need to have a say, whether mm. or not they, whether or not they they, whatever they they get said gets listened or not, all ten of them need to need to say whatever they have to say, mm. and and many a times you can't you can't even if it's so you can't outright tell one of or, or many of the ten people. Hey, your idea is bullshit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So, so, in a sense like this, going back to like what I say, it's it's it. We 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 become like a Zen master. We become like a manager. We become like like psychologists and psychiatrists, <laughs> in that sense. And the good thing with that is 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 typically, typically, like for me, thankfully that time uh, I had Sean, who is, in my opinion, one of the stronger directors I work with, a stronger mm. force of personality. Because uh, I've also worked with directors who, when I cut a TVC, they totally just melt away, and mm. and it falls to me to to manage the 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 the, the, the agency totally. Mm. So with 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 a very strong director, there's not much for me to 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 open my mouth <laughs> mm. and to to manage things. So so yes, so a TVC like that will will go through a few revisions, a few changes. Client come in and 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 ding dong ding dong back and forth like what yeah. you 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 said uh what 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 we started with tends to not totally look different from what we end up with mm-hmm. and and it was one of the, I think it was that job or one of those jobs around that point of time where it really hit home to me with that uh, the most important thing is to enjoy the 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 journey and not get too hung up on 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 how the end product really, really is like. Because mm-hmm. there, there are some editors I work with who, I just had this conversation with this editor the other day and she was really upset that, that, that the final product kind of deviated from what, what, what she felt was, was ideal. And mm-hmm. for me, I, I, a lot of people are like that. I, I realize a lot of people in our industry, they... they for lack of a better way to say, can't free their minds from letting go of their 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 their, their babies. Mm, Especially mm. when 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 at the end of the day we're in a service industry and we're in a paid job, and we all of us we have to realize that that we're all parts of the process. We are not the we are not the 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 the, the process itself, mm. and because we are parts of the process. Nobody truly has the final say. 
yeah. not even yeah. the director. Not yeah, I mean, really the I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a collaboration, and correct, and it always has been. It's, it's, it's numerous people chipping in to correct. make something great. Yeah, it's not one person. Yeah, yeah. at the same time, it's also uh, numerous egos coming together. Ah, that's a problem. Yeah, <laughs> and that's, that's where, where that's where the fun and the not fun part begins and ends. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So I mean, in terms of in terms of your in terms of your workload now, mm-hmm. well, to give us just uh, some uh, some idea of like how much of it is TVC, how much of it is corporate, and I also know that you've you know you've also edited you you edit short films and mm-hmm. and uh, uh, and other projects as well. In terms of like percentages, what are you on a day to day basis? What are mm, you doing? I can't exactly give a whole day to day because for me. A lot of times, as a free, uh, I'm a freelance editor and a colorist. I tend to get booked on a on a on a per day basis. So yeah. typically, when a project comes in, it's usually a couple of days. If it's uh, for color grading, it tends to be shorter, maybe a day or two, unless it's it's a really very big TV program. So for yeah. me, currently, I would say if if I had to give uh, an an accurate uh, an accurate uh, estimate, it would probably be like. Forty percent long form programming, non fiction programming, yeah, and then another twenty percent fiction programming, and the remaining forty percent would what would be what I call branded content. Mm. So branded mm. content is 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 kind of like a summary of 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 what we tend to call corporates, TVCs, and and commission work. It because um, as you and I know nowadays, the lines tend to blur really quickly. Mm, you know, indeed, nowadays yeah. we can't really tell where where the corporate starts and where the where the TVC or the short film ends anymore, because mm, something mm. something fanciful that that we see on Vimeo Star Fix could actually be cut by one of us, could actually be a commission thing by, for example, um, Johnson and Johnson, mm, and, and indeed, yeah, 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 and, yeah, and, yeah, and that's the beauty of what we do, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I see that all the time. Um, mm-hmm. that, you know, you're right. The bl- the lines are, are blurring, uh, and so I, I think that the, the the skill level of being able to, for me myself, writing different kinds of content. You know, like mm-hmm. uh, before, if it, you know, writing a corporate video is fine. If, there always mm-hmm. be a market for corporate videos, but now a mm-hmm. corporate video can also mean like what you said, a short film about mm-hmm. you know about a, a child in a school getting her exam results. And it's got mm-hmm. nothing to do with school or anything. It's to do with insurance, for example. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so, so this, this, you know, I think the industry has changed probably because totally. of the internet. The internet, yes. I'm guessing. Uh, uh-huh. did, do you find that, you know, editing for film is very much different from editing for the internet? What's the main difference, do you think? I think the main difference is in duration and mm. in, in, in a sense of attention because... Nowadays, we like what you say. We move away from a very TV-centric kind of industry uh, to doing things that are mostly short-form content. I was, in fact, the the whole of last year. I think I was doing like maybe sixty or even seventy percent short-form branded content, and the remaining thirty percent what I call mm. our traditional long-form TV or, or, or film-based stuff. And and that's how it's gonna go, and and and, and it's gonna go even further. You know, we we. All our Facebook content, YouTube, Netflix, etc., etc., and and what this means is that there will be more and more and more short form work, and 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 stuff that 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 goes from from a traditional a traditional a traditional three X structure to something that is that is more non linear, that is a lot shorter, faster. Yeah, that's 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 mm. how I, I look at things. 
That's yeah. great. That's great. Yeah, I mean, um, I, I totally agree with that. Um, but I, I'm sure you've you've had numerous mm -hmm. experiences uh, and learning about you know attention mm -hmm. spans and you know like what works and what doesn't um, in terms of durations. Um, I think what I want to really ask you some sure, fun sure. questions, which is, so you know, what's the worst? Uh, I know I'm, I'm assuming that everything mm -hmm. you edit, you are proud. <laughs> of, but is there anything that you have edited that that just didn't work because of something that went wrong in the post production stage? Uh, all the time, actually. <laughs> in fact, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of things that that uh, what I'll say is there are a lot of there are a lot of work that that I do that I'm proud of that uh, many times. Maybe one or two cuts prior, I was extremely unhappy with, and such are the fine margins of, um, of what I call. Uh, there's no such thing as right and wrong, but it's more like a good or a bad product. And and and, yeah. and nowadays, because we're in 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 mostly short form branded content, then it's, it's this kind of fine margins. Sometimes, sometimes yeah, there's there are some days I get really bad notes. Some days I get footage that is all over the place that doesn't even have a script. That just has a director saying, "Oh, do your usual thing," and there are some days where mm. where you just go to work and everything looks perfect on paper. You know, you have a, you you you've got you've got a brilliant director, you've got a brilliant a brilliant concept, footage looks great, but somehow after you cut everything mm. together, it just doesn't feel right. You know, it it, it logically mm. it, it makes total sense, but when you watch it, you just go. Yeah, I just wasted three minutes of my life. Yeah, and, and right, right, right. Mm -hmm. Do Do you think Do you think very like some part of what you do is experimentation and feeling? Like it, it it's more to do yes. with feeling the cut as opposed to you know technically executing yes. it. Because to me, what I always feel is that storytelling is emotional. Um, is mm. is yeah, there are logical parts to it. There's structure. There's this. There's that. There are tricks. Blah blah blah. But for the most part, what we do is it's a very it's a very intimate, emotional thing, and because it, it that, because that's the whole point of storytelling to entertain, to 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 attract people, to hook people, in whether it's yeah. it's 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 a it's it's a big it's a it's a big movie or sixty second or thirty second ad, it's the whole point is to grab people, and we can't do it through logic. We always gotta do it through emotion, and and mm, sometimes agree, sometimes. Yeah. There are times when 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 I try something that's really stupid <laughs> and it works, and other times I I, mm. I I can sit in front of a computer all day and nothing good comes out. Uh, it, it's just the nature of our business. It's it's just like writing. I'm sure there must yeah. be probably days where you 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 know like 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 you're just like you know what what the heck? Let me just try this and and people really and hey, it's yeah and you're like yeah. really I think it's rubbish. <laughs> I agree. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I get that a lot. Um, I, most of the time, it's insecurity oh, when you're writing. Yeah. Uh, you you face mm -hmm. a lot of that, and you know, you're you're thinking about the trees, and you're also thinking about the forest. So mm -hmm. it's 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 difficult. And 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 you're right. There's there's elements of experimentation and mm -hmm. feeling it as opposed to logically. I mean, I I typically think the first time you do anything should be all True. feeling. I think the think the thinking part should be in your yes. redrafts and your re-edit your re-edits. Yes. Um because you know, for us we're not I, I tend to think that, you know, human beings are are emotional first and mm. foremost. And they're also mm -hmm. visual, right? Like I, I think that that's what you, part of what mm -hmm. you do too, is that the way we re react to a shot is much more powerful than 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 anything that's true. else. Um 
just seeing you know like a child mm-hmm. cry uh, will conjure some emotion in us um but you know you rest on it for too long it means mm-hmm. something else um so uh yeah i, I think you're right it's, it's totally human it's totally humanistic it's totally mm-hmm. emotional um and and it's really hard to figure out <laughs> i don't know why we do it, why do we do <laughs> yeah, it yeah it's 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 like self torture in a sense <laughs> It's self-torture, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, 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 I listened to another podcast mm-hmm. the other day, and uh, it was by Seth Godin, mm-hmm. who is kind of a famous writer, marketer. Mm-hmm. And he just mentioned something along the lines of, um, you know, like in industry and factory mm-hmm. work, um, what they do when, they, when you make components and parts for things, it's, it's a very reliable, safe kind of industry. Yep. You know, like you put in, you put in your, your raw materials and you get a that's pipe, true. right? You make a pipe and there's, there's, that's it. Um, but when it comes to the creative industry, mm-hmm. uh, it is not reliable. It is mm-hmm. not safe. Um, but at the same time, it's 100% more rewarding because in a way you are touching upon what makes us human. That's true. And you are broadening horizons and you're, you know, you're touching people on, on an emotional mm-hmm. level. Um, so, so I, yeah, that really, that really resonated with me. And I think editing is also a huge part of that process. Totally. Uh, so that's why I actually wanted to ask you a mm-hmm. big question and that's, what do you think is the best edited <laughs> in the world, in the world? Or was, well, give us a handful of them if you can't think of one. <laughs> you know what, up to today I've been thinking about that and the answer keeps changing because the truth is that mm. there's no, it's, it's like if I ask you, what's the best written piece of work and I think there's no one straight answer because there's too many too too many good ones and you can't really compare them on a linear scale but I'll, I'll just talk about a few that 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 I that, that I just watched recently that I really liked so uh, I mean if we're going to talk about Oscar season we have to talk about Dunkirk I think that mm, mm. I think that, that that Dunkirk was a really good exercise in in creating tension, in creating suspense, in creating that feeling that 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 these soldiers are I mean you watch Dunkirk, right? And 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 there's the, mm. there's always this constant feeling that these this these soldiers, these troops don't know when they're gonna get bombed. Yeah. Oh yeah, dread. Yeah, dread. dread. Every yeah. single time. Yeah. And 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 the and the beauty of Dunkirk is that it is not exactly linear and, and we realize that after a while where in a way that, that it cuts back and forth from 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 one one, one, yeah. one character to another and 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 for me the, the for us as the audience to be able to watch that and still get a sense of what's going on and not get lost um, speaks volumes about Nolan and his editor because it's mm-hmm. it's not easy to 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 keep that to to keep that constant energy to keep that constant feeling of 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 dread of oh my god I don't know whether I'm gonna die or not, and through different people because a lot of times when we watch other slice of lives or, or other other movies with multiple characters, generally when you go from one character to another, the feeling is very different. You know, it just mm. goes like 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 you watch something and it goes, Boop! yeah, and and that's what I think that's what I think um, Dunker has to be commended for. Then, um, yeah, it took a yeah, huge, yeah. huge, huge risks, huge leaps. Yeah. Um, but, but executed really, really yeah. well. And, and, uh, and, and, and it was, you're right, I think it was a huge experiment um, because you don't expect that from a blockbuster kind of film, mm-hmm. do you? Like a typical mainstream Hollywood mm-hmm. film. 
Um, but yeah, what, what what other films do you think? Uh, mm. or, or, what, what what films influenced you? Influencer. I mean, uh, too many actually. <laughs> but uh, if I were to talk about <laughs> recent stuff that I watched, another one would be another one would be Baby Driver. Baby yeah, Driver. Baby Driver is awesome. I think Baby Driver was able to to keep that constant constant energy, that constant rhythm, and and. And uh, like how my girlfriend described it, like she 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 felt like like she was on the edge of the seat through the whole like two hours was it? Yeah, two hours. Mm. Yeah, it was like mm. constantly moving, 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 moving. And, and yeah, and cut and cut and cut the music. Yeah, and it was breathless. Well. It was breathless. Yeah. The only other film yeah. that I thought was 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 a uh, was, uh, and this is debatable. Uh, uh, a better edited action film than that was Mad Max. I loved Mad Max, the, the recent one. Mm, Mad Max is... Yeah. <laughs> wow, yeah, I, I, I think she won an Oscar for that. Yeah, well. yeah. I, I know the editor. Yeah, the editor, yeah. I can't yeah, remember yeah. her name. She would, and, and when I watched Mad Max, it, it, I watched it again and again and again and again after that because Mad Max is... is, is, is there's, no one, there's no one true, really, like, best edited film of all time, but if, uh, if I had to pine for one, it would be that because Mad Max just keeps yes. me... Uh, um, there was a lot of chaos on screen, many cameras, many different things happening, and and yet we 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 are strangely glued to the screen. We we don't yeah. we 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 don't zone out like some other action blockbusters, like some of the Michael Bay stuff where we watch, and it's <laughs> afterwards too much explosions and we just boom go like, boom boom boom. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you get you get you get kind of sick yeah, too, yeah. like seasick because of the motion. By the way, the the name is Margaret Sixel. Ah, okay. She, is, she is the editor of Mad Max Fury Road. Awesome, yeah, that's awesome. Right. I'll look her. Up. Yeah, yeah. So Mad Max awesome. felt like a never-ending roller coaster to me. And yes, I yes I agree. And, but and then executed in a way that we could understand. Yes. Yes. So that's the that's the key to I I feel the key to being a great editor is you take chaos. And you distill it down into something that that makes sense. And I think and, the best thing about Mad Max is when it ended, I was like, "Huh? It ended? I want more." <laughs> yeah, I totally. Yes, I hope the sequel is coming. Yes, uh, yes. I'm not sure whether whether it will be made, but yeah. uh, George Miller. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, and the most recently, yeah. actually, like just now in the afternoon, the the last film I want to talk about, actually, uh, if you guys haven't watched it, go watch the Florida Project. I have not watched uh, that. Can you just give us what's that about? So the Florida Project, in a nutshell, is about this, this, um, this, this, the the lives of these kids and their immediate families in this rundown motel that is next mm. to Disneyland in Florida. So mm, the mm, thing mm. with America, I'm sure you you you, you kind of know because you've been there, is that sometimes very rich people and very poor people are just separated by one riverbank, one street block. And in in America, rich people are really rich, poor people are really poor, and mm-hmm. and in this case, these people are really poor to to a point where they they struggle to make to 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 pay the rent for the week, and yeah, yeah. and Florida Project for me is an exercise, is a masterpiece in in contrasting the dread conditions of of what many lower income Americans go through with the innocence of kids. And, mm, 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 and it's so powerful because remember earlier there was this thing that you're saying like how, how, how when we see kids cry um, um, that it, it stirs emotions in us. And I won't spoil mm. too much but um, this film features kids and at some point of time the greatest, 
the greatest uh, compliment I can give is that I forgot that kids are acting. Yeah. Wow. That's I think that's the biggest compliment. Though. Yeah, and there them. are many parts where yeah. what happens is is and I like this this director. What's his name? Sean Baker, because he had it. Sean Baker. Yeah, yeah. the guy who yeah, did Tangerine, just, the yeah. iPhone film. That there are conversations that happen between multiple characters in the same place at one at, at one go. Someone is talking upstairs in in the motel. Someone's in the reception. The kids are running around outside and playing, and he he just so seamlessly in the cuts between all of them. And it feels so real. It's it's like you're really there. It's almost like a docu where you're, mm, you're you're just mm. watching everything unfold in real time. And mm, and mm. for me, I really have to salute the the director for 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 cutting together a masterpiece like that. That dialogue doesn't feel like dialogue. Sometimes when we watch movies, when people talk, we we there's this part of us we we film people that go, oh, this is dialogue, and this doesn't yeah. feel like it. It just feels like real conversation that is happening. And Wonderful. a lot of times for for editors, the hardest thing for us is sometimes cutting dialogue, mm-hmm. um, just make it sound well, like well, talking. Interesting because I just did a search, and the it's also edited by Sean Baker yep, too. Yep. So so I mean, I I often think that a great director is a great editor, mm-hmm. and I also think a great editors can make great directors. Obviously, they will be slightly other skills as well. Yep. But but I think they're so they're so uniquely connected those two crafts, mm-hmm. um, uh, and totally necessary. I think a director needs to know how how to, or should have a stint editing um, or have to an understand idea of it, have an idea of it definitely. Yeah. So so would you ever consider directing your own thing too? Mm, well, if the right idea comes along. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay, we'll work. We'll work on that off screen. We'll work yeah, on that off, let's work on that off screen. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> All right, man. Hey, so thank you so much for joining me, man. No so problem. I think I think, I think uh, some of the insights you you offered were really fantastic. I love what you said about being the voice of Zen, um, <laughs> of, of, of of you know distilling the chaos, the puzzle pieces into something that makes sense, um, and also like the idea of of, of also not being perfect. Like I think. Mm-hmm. especially with the creative industry we we want it to be perfect the first time mm-hmm. and i think with editing and also with writing too mm-hmm. um it, it typically isn't going to be perfect mm-hmm. the first time it's not going to be perfect the second time it's also not going to be perfect the, the third, third or fourth time mm-hmm. but eventually we have to stop and we have to just make it and get it out there that is um, true. And, and so even though i think we're we me and you are on two different ends of the spectrum i think there are some similarities there yeah uh, yeah, yeah. So, um, thank you so much for joining me, man. Thank um, if, you. If, if people want to contact you, they want to get to know what you do, uh, how, how do they do that? Well, uh, I'm setting up my own Facebook page for, for myself. So, I'll be, I'll, be, I'll be pasting a link shortly. And, um, yeah, they can find me from there and uh, we can have a cup of coffee and see how it goes. Yeah. All right. So I'll put that link in the description of the podcast. Mm-hmm. So if anybody wants to find out, they can just click on it and they can find where you are. Sure, sure. Yep. Okay, man. Eugene, let's meet up for, for Tay and Prata someday. Yep. Uh, and, and, and talk about uh, being Zen because I think we all need to be Zen in these <laughs> crazy times. That is so yeah. true. <laughs> okay. Cheers, Eugene. All right. All right see I'll you, see you soon. All right. All right take care. Take care. Bye. Bye. 
I want to thank uh, Eugene Xia for today's fantastic episode. He's such a great guy, um, so bubbly, so warm, so uh, open. Uh, he's a lot of energy, and as you can see, he really went into detail, and I really appreciate that. So thank you, Eugene. Um, if you have any questions or queries about today's podcast or any others, you can email me at kane at kanewholder.com or go to my website at www.kanewholder.com to find out more and also about Eugene because I'll probably be posting a article about him along with the podcast. So stay tuned for that uh, and I'll see you next time on Write, Live, Talk with me. See ya.